0: Hello and welcome to episode 25 of ERRX. This week, we're going to discuss the use of IV procainamide for patients in acute atrial fibrillation or atrial flutter. How do we best manage these patients? Should we try an antiarrhythmic drug first or go straight to electrical cardioversion? Atrial fibrillation is the most common acute arrhythmia that we will see in the ER. Patients who are in acute, paroxysmal, or new-onset atrial fibrillation are oftentimes managed with cardioversion, in contrast to patients with chronic or permanent atrial fibrillation who are usually managed with a rate control strategy. Atrial flutter is less common, but also oftentimes requires electrical cardioversion in the ER setting. We have some data on how best to treat chronic atrial fibrillation. On the one hand, we have conservative treatment which consists of rate control, anticoagulation, and potentially delayed cardioversion. On the other hand, some opt for aggressive treatment with immediate cardioversion in the ER, either pharmacologically or electrically. The overall thought is that conservative rate control therapy tends to be best for most patients in chronic atrial fibrillation. What is still unclear at this time is how to best treat patients who come into the ER with acute atrial fibrillation or atrial flutter. Well, there is one site in Ottawa, Canada that routinely uses procainamide for the pharmacologic cardioversion of atrial fibrillation and atrial flutter. And lucky for us, they decided to publish their experiences back in 2007. Their retrospective study looked at a five and a half year period in one study site. They excluded patients with chronic atrial fibrillation, patients with symptoms lasting greater than 48 hours unless they were anticoagulated, patients with unknown durations of symptoms, and those who had other diagnoses that required admission. Basically, they left out people we wouldn't normally cardiovert in the ER. Good for them. Their protocol involved giving patients 1 gram of IV procainamide in 250 mL of D5W over 1 hour followed by electrical cardioversion if that failed. If you remember your Vaughan-Williams classifications, procainamide is a class 1A antiarrhythmic that works by blocking fast sodium channels, which decreases impulse conduction. They would stop the infusion if blood pressure fell to less than 100 mercury and was not responsive to a normal saline bolus, if the patient became bradycardic, or if the patient's rhythm converted before the full dose was in. This study included 341 patients, 316 of which had atrial fibrillation and 25 that had atrial flutter. The mean age was 64 years, 57% were male, and the mean duration of the arrhythmia prior to presentation was 8 hours. All patients received IV procainamide, and 144 patients, or 42%, needed electrical cardioversion which was successful in 91% of patients. However, the success rate of using IV procainamide alone was 50% overall, and that was 52% for atrial fibrillation and only 28% for those in atrial flutter. Those who converted needed about 55 minutes to convert, with patients usually needing the full 1 gram dose to see effect. In terms of safety, adverse drug events occurred in 10% of patients overall, with hypotension during infusion being the most common side effect. No patient had syncope, torsades, MI, CVA, or death. Only 19 patients were admitted, and only 10 patients bounced back within 7 days. All in all, the authors showed decent success rates in the setting of atrial fibrillation, and the good news was that patients spent much less time in the ER if procainamide was successful, at about 4 hours versus about 7 hours. Their success rates and adverse drug events, which were mainly hypotension, correlated well with previous studies in this setting. The authors concluded that other potential agents mentioned in the guidelines, such as dofetilide, flecainide, ibutilide, and propafenone, are less appealing options due to FDA restrictions... High rates of arrhythmias, ineffectiveness, or the fact that IV formulations of these agents are not always available in the US. A more recent study, published in The Lancet in February of this year, also looked at procainamide use, this time at a dose of 15 mg per kilogram with a maximum dose of 1500 mg over 30 minutes. The patients also got shocked if procainamide failed, and this was the drug shock group versus the shock alone group. This was a randomized, placebo-controlled trial in 396 patients that also interestingly wanted to see if the anteroposterior or anterolateral placement of pads had any bearing on efficacy of shocks. Patient populations and exclusion criteria were similar to the previous study mentioned. They found that 96% of patients converted with the drug shock strategy and 92% converted with the shock alone strategy, and this was not significantly different. Procanamide itself worked in 52% of patients, just like in the previous study, but this time there were no patients with atrial flutter in the trial. Adverse drug events were mostly, once again, related to hypotension in the procainamide group. At 14 days, no patients suffered a stroke, and 95% were still in normal sinus rhythm with either strategy. And for completeness, they found no differences in success rates with different pad placements. My overall takeaway is that procainamide can be attempted, especially in the setting of atrial fibrillation. The benefit is if the patient converts with procainamide, we can avoid the need for electrical cardioversion with procedural sedation, and we can get them out of the ER faster. However, the fact that procainamide does cause side effects and is only 50% effective at best means that a shock-first strategy, with its greater than 90% success rate, is still very much a reasonable option. In the end, this should be a shared decision between providers and patients, as long as both parties know the risks and benefits of both strategies. As always, thank you so much for your time. We have recently been added to Amazon Music, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. See you next week.